What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's your host with the most. Go ahead, have a toast. Leader Johnson, you are here at the Five Leader Sports Podcast. We got a lot to rock about. I know people been waiting to hear about the James Harden. Trade, if y'all don't know what the trade was. It's James Harden. Sixers get James Harden, Paul Millsap, for... And the Nets get Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks, one in 2022 and the others in 2027. It's just a top-eight pick, and they get to avoid it and all this. But Sixers are going to be winning for a very long time. You know, um, if nobody knows, both teams got – if I really had to say who won, it, it depends on if the teams got what they wanted. Because I think it was a fair trade. James Harden is a Hall of Famer. Top 50 greatest players. Um, and, and Joel Embiid is going to be a top 50 guy. And um, you get what you want. You get a, All you need is a compliment. That's it. Embiid's never had that scoring compliment. You know, you need a Hall of Fame score. If Ben Simmons could score at least 22 a game, we'll be talking different right now. And that's with Harden is scoring. We and just go to that fact real quick. Harden this year scoring twenty two point five a game, eight rebounds, ten point two assists. It's two rebounds from a triple double, and it's basically what you look at for Ben because Ben gives you uh, about seven point five in both rebounds and assists. And I always say like at six ten, I look for more on that, but it could, he's young, you know that can come. Assists, but you got to be a, at least 22 a game. At least 22 a game. Because Embiid don't need 40 a game. He don't need that. He don't need 36 point a game hard. All he need naturally is like 24, 25 at the most. If he even, if he, if Harden keeps doing what he's doing, you know, and then you improve field goal percentage, you know, and that, that'll happen, you know, especially in Doc's system with plans to do so much. I mean, just him appearing in Philly, he seems happy. He's singing the Alicia Keys, You Don't Know My Name song off the bus. He's hollering at the, at the practice. He, you could tell by the vibe, though. Then he with his boys, Maury and Ruben. He with his boys, too. This just different. This different. This not even like he want to win the championship, but now when you're at Brooklyn, you see what it's about. Like, it's it's no, like, even from last year. You know, when Kyrie was doing his thing last year. This isn't just this year stuff's been starting. Kyrie gets to do what he wanted to do, and that's just not good for a unity. Durant just Durant has rings, though, and so does Kyrie. And I think they both playing it like in Harden, like, yo, y'all rocking like y'all got rings, and y'all don't care. Durant, you not stepping up, saying nothing. So Harden didn't like this. He want to get with people who hungry like him. And that's all that's about. Then you with your boys, too, once this didn't work out, what feels more comfortable? Let me go over there with my boys. See what's going on with Mike, Michael Rubin and Daryl Morey. And then you're hearing these rumors about Mike D'Antoni. League circles. What is that? Think that <laughs> they're going to go after Mike. Why? 
to build, no. It, Doc Rivers' system is clearly a winning system. You look at them, they're first in the Atlantic Division. Your 76 is a 34 and 22. First. So it's like, you know, and then you look at the Nets where they're at 29 to 27. When you look at when you look at certain uh, things, it's just that now they got a big climb. Ben Simmons has to come in and automatically work right now. March 10th is the matchup they have. But if you look at where the ratings are, Philly, Miami is 37-20. and 20, So they're doing their thing. And then you see the Bulls. Then you see Cleveland number three. Philly just took care of Cleveland. Philly then took care of the Bulls. Okay, you got the Bucks. Like, I just don't see nobody... And you look at the teams, I, the Bulls are deep. I love their team. They're talented, I say. They're talented. You know, A.O. looks good. Uh, DeRozan's having a monster season. Vukovic over. Like, they got they got pieces. They got players. Uh, Miami Heat, of course, with Butler, Hero, and um, Adebayo, the whole nucleus over there. Cleveland has a young and gunning team, you know, with Mobley and Garland. And Jerry Allen, like, this looks, yeah. And then you got Karis LeVert over there with Sexton. Like, that looks good. Bucks are the champions. Atacumpo, Middleton. But Philly, look, it's 37. Philly has 34 games. Miami Heat have 37 games. 37. Mm-hmm. It's not far at all. Not even a pinch far. Everybody else bucks five. Okay, so now, now let's go to the actual fact: playoffs. Everybody says Harden hasn't done this. Harden hasn't done that. Let Let's take a look at some seasons. Now, MB came into this season. He came into the twenty fourteen was a draft. He didn't play. Foot injury two straight years. 2016-2017 season, the crazy twenty points a game, seven point eight rebounds, two point six, two point five blocks. And they were saying something about the minutes restriction and games. Oh, whatever. Buy humbug. What? It wasn't his call. <laughs> it wasn't his call. They did that to him. You. So for what he did per 36, everybody knows that that should have been his rookie of the year. Okay, whatever. And let's just, like, jump on that type of season. And that season... James Harden had 29 a game. 29 a game. 11.2 assists. That's when he started, like, the assists, eight, eight rebounds. Um, he shot 44% from the field, 34% from three, and was still that free throw monster. Ten attempts a game, hitting nine free throws a game. Stuff like that matters. He had to do stuff like that with Houston. As you see, when he went to Brooklyn, everything went down. It was like... He was just he was adjusting. He still was averaging triple doubles. The next year, Harden has 30 a game. 30 a game. 8.8 assists. And five something rebounds. Sacrifice. The next year, MB 22, 11, 3.2 assists. This is a guy, you know, still hitting free three pointers. 76% from the free throw line, getting seven attempts a game. He's progressing, right? 1.8 blocks. The next year, MB 27 and a half 
13 rebounds, 3 assists, 1.9 blocks. 30% from 3, but he's hitting the 3 again. So when you're hitting that 3, when you're hitting him, when you're hitting at least 1 and a half a game, that is something to think about. Just remember that. 80% from the free throw line. 48% from the field. That next year, Harden's a, a donkey cone. 36 a game. What I'm trying to tell y'all here, 7.5 assists, 6.6 uh, rebounds. What I'm trying to tell y'all here is making these points. If these two guys had played next year, he had 34 a game. Oh, I'm just, okay, can we go next to next season? Jesus, 23 a game. Okay, uh, 11.6 rebounds, three assists. 33% starting to go up with three-pointers. Okay. This is Joel Embiid we're talking about. If these guys play on the same team, we're talking a championship. No doubt. The, 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 the presence Embiid brings, and you've seen it with the Sixers. These guys have already had a couple of championships. Then the last year, he had 28.5 a game, right? And last year, he was 24.6, 10.9 assists. The last four seasons, his assists have been ridiculous. The last couple of seasons, because he'll go down to rebounds. You know, he had five rebounds a game one season. You know, we'll transform from a team, and then he comes back 8.5 rebounds, 10.9 assists. 36% from three, 47% from the field last year. They would have already had a champ, at least three championships. These guys would have played on the same team already. Philly's not even like, you look at Brooklyn, Brooklyn has a bigger hole to climb, and they're a dangerous low seed team anyway. I still think Brooklyn again in the, in the playoffs, no question. But they're a dangerous team to face there if you're like, Miami, or <laughs> if they're six, if they're seven, you know, because I don't think if they're eight and we face them, I think we can. I think we're the team you're scared of. The Sixers, excuse me. Yeah, I say we're like, you know, I'm a Sixer fan, so I talk like that. But just to be, Philadelphia was not going anywhere if they didn't make a trade. They can make a run, but it's anybody's ball game. I didn't see them as a threat. I saw them as a good team, your face. But when it got to, like, Milwaukee, the Heat could possibly take them. I mean, I, I, they need another player, and they have one. Now it's dangerous. And, and the crazy part about that trade, see, people were saying, well, I can't believe it. Uh, they gave up two first-round draft picks, which is a 2027 pick. It's not even – they'll have first-round picks after this year, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026. They'll have first-round picks. So what are y'all talking about right now? That Y'all have to look at the stipulate 2022. That was worth, James Harden's worth a 2022 first round pick in a future one. And Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Yeah, come on, man. I know they're good players, but this is James Harden we're talking about. Whatever y'all say he didn't do in the playoffs or whatever is way over with all of them combined in the first round draft picks. So, y'all crazy. And Paul Mills said, 
he's the question mark. What can he do? He hasn't played much at, at all. Like so, but if he's there and he's working out, hopefully uh, that's what River said. He's uh, I think he's in Los Angeles or he's in another city working out. Uh, you know, um, he's not hurt. He's talked to Rivers. Rivers said he wants to use him at the five, and that looks six, seven, six, eight. Um, a guy that can, you know, be a power, um, play a small ball and get some rebounds, be tough in there, still shoot the three ball. I think in Rivers' system is very structured, you know, for passers and shooters. You know, you got cuts, you got off-ball screens, you got, you got all types of things that allows people like Isaiah Joe and Court Myers to play point guard because of how Rivers runs his system. Nothing's being said about the great coaching job he's doing, having to deal with Ben Simmons and having to deal with um the COVID situation. You got to bring up Miles Powell and Charles, Charles, Charles Brown Jr., who he found was good. You know, Paul Reed has to come up, or Charles Bassey has to come up and play. I tell people about they like, oh, Drummond's gone. Charles Bassey, nobody's been watching this basketball all season. You have to do it because they had to change players. They had to give people chances and never would have got chances. Against Denver, when Charles Bassey had 12.7 rebounds and three blocks. He had a 13.10 rebound, four block game. It was a loss, but he had that game. So what you're doing, you see depth at a young age. He's a springy. He has bounced. He was the sixth, I think number six or seven in the country. You know, I write for 247 Sports. He was uh, 247, had him six seventh in the country, 247 sports, if y'all don't know, the top high school ranking site out there. Shout out to guys like Rivals and On3, you dig? But 247 is that. And, you know, Charles Bassby's one of those five stars. And the only guys rated over him was Nasir Little, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish, uh, R.J. Barrett, Bobo. Those were the only guys rated over him. All of them guys in the NBA. This guy was that special of a player. Look at his stats in Western Kentucky. That was a steal. He's a first-round draft pick. Somebody could have had him step in right now and be a, a starting center. I don't know what the scouting is, but this is Charles Bassey we're talking about. He's going to be – listen, Paul Mills said they're just putting him – they don't want to just – really they're not looking at him to be just super-minute guy. I think Bassey, Reed – and Mill said, well, all shared minutes between the five. Reed being 6'7", it can rebound it can pl- and play defense. It allows him to be able to play the five, just like, you know, Mill said is 6'7", and Bassey's 6'11". But they're, they're good at the five. They're athletic now. They don't have to have this big guy there. All those guys, Millsap is just as athletic as Drummond. <laughs> and Bassey and Reed are, are equally athletic. So they're deep there. Um, it's a good team in so many ways because they got to keep Thibault. I knew Maxi really wasn't going nowhere, even though it's a possibility thing changed. But I knew Maxi. I just knew it. And my T Thibault like Maxi is averaging seventeen a game right now, and um. Better at assists, 4.7, not getting turnovers. He's being a very good point guard. That's going to be super big That with that 
22.5 and 17 points a game with your backcourt averages. 4.7 assists, 10.8 assists, 8.5 rebound, 3.6. You come in with Tobias Harris averaging 18.9 and 7.4 rebound, 3.7 assists. Shake Milton averages 10 a game. Just, just remember that. He averages 10 a game. Coming off the bench. Niang, 9.3 a game. Court Myers, 8.9 a game. This is off the bench. Danny Green, 6.6 a game. Off the bench. Thibault is on the, as a starter. 5.9 uh, points and 2 points for rebounds. You can't overplay. The excellence, 1.9 steals, 1.1 blocks. He's... He's, he can be there. He can start. Like, that's how great he is at defense. Maxie shooting 47% as a guard, point guard. That's great. Uh, um, Tobias Harris, 48%. Maxie shooting 39% from three. Tobias shooting 35% from three. Both of them shooting 85-plus clip. From the free throw line, so it's hard to, you know, you don't want to foul them. Shake Milton, the same thing, 86% from the line. Looking at what Niang is doing from three, 39% from three. Cork Myers and Milton are better than what they're shooting. They're shooting low from three, but they're still dangerous guys from three. Dangerous scores. This is Cork Mods, 83% free throw shooting. Philadelphia is one of the best free throw shooting. You're talking about straight through the line, 86% for Milton, 90% for uh, Danny Green. These guys can be, you foul these guys, you're in trouble. Then you're talking about, you know, 81% for MB, but he's, it's nine free throw made a game, 11 times, 11 attempts a game. That is Vicious for us, guys. Isaiah Joe, 95% from the free throw. Another three-point shooter, underrated 33% clip. Even Bassey shooting 72% from the free It's a low, valuable uh, 71%, but you know that's... It's a decent clip, you know. All these guys can shoot from the free throw line. Reed has a bad time shooting from the free throw line. I'm sure they'll get better, you know. Brown can shoot. Everybody has. You got to watch these guys. Everybody has something to, to, to you know, value as a shooter. Fancy 65% from the, the field. So this is big. Um, when we come back, just to talk about um, way more what it has to offer, but with between just what this sixth team has to offer, like how dangerous they are. The Brooklyn March tenth matchup. Yeah, Ben Simmons is going to wear ten. Harden going to wear one. There's going to be some type of 
rivalry when we come back, y'all, on Father Leader. Yeah, we back. Follow the leader. Leader Johnson, and we are here at the Follow the Sports Podcast talking more about James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers, and he is happy. He's at practice. He's happy. He's shooting, looking good. Um, shot looks great. He missed one shot out of, out of many shots. I mean, I was, he's ready. He's loose. This is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. He's coming back after the All-Star break, y'all. It's going to be crazy. I, I, this is a sports fan and a fan of the Sixers. I mean, because this was not going to be pretty if they didn't make a trade. It was going to be good and you progress and you got to find your player, whatever you have to do. You definitely had to find your trade for Simmons. It was good that Moy was aiming at some superstar, Dame Lillard. Malcolm Brogdon, we heard Dan Fox, we heard some names. Names came up. Even some Jalen Browns came up. People were saying Bradley Bills. Um, but let's go to the rivalry. Let's go with with, with the Nets have. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irving and Steph, Steph Curry should be the backcourt. Or will it be that? Will it be Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving? And they put uh, Kevin Durant. And whoever else they decide with Andre Drummond. Or will it be Kyrie Irving and Seth Curry with Ben Simmons at power forward and Kevin Durant at small forward and Andre Drummond? Big front court. How would that affect the Sixers? This is the only thing. If Ben Simmons developed this jump shot, mm-mm. But Doc Rivers, who, who's doubting Doc Rivers? We've been the number one seed for a long time. Uh, it's going to be some problems when the All-Star game comes back. Philadelphia, I'd expect them to be the – I'm aiming all high on all cylinders. I think Philadelphia will be the number one seed, hands down. Uh, who do I think is second? It's between Miami and Chicago. Miami and Chicago – are two elite teams. And then you got Milwaukee, too. That's a fight. I don't think Cleveland 
has experience enough. To, I don't think Toronto is that good. This ain't been Fan Fleet and Siakam haven't did enough together. Then you got Scotty Barnes, the rookie sensation. They're looking good, but just it's not going to be that. Guinness and Chris Middleton are a good duo. They are real. Let's just keep it 100%. That is it. Um, they're the champions. So they are a problem. But Chicago has really improved their roster. They're good. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nick Vukovic. I mean, with AO, these guys are good. Talented team. Um, that's Chicago. That's Milwaukee. And we got Miami. Of course, Miami was in the finals. They they are a definite threat, and they they're just doing what they do, and they're making their run. Um, Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo. With Cal Laurie, like that's big, huge, huge super. That's a super team to me. People, I mean, I don't know what you're looking for. That is a very good team. All stars all across the board. So, but Philadelphia has out of all everybody. Now you look at Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. We know what Irving can do, but Harden never played with LeBron James. If you switch that up. Kevin Durant tagged on to a super team and, and gave them an extra superpower. That is exactly what Harden and NBE is. NBE, you're looking at some dominant players in this league. Uh, LeBron James is one. Guinness Adekumpo is one. Um... I'm talking about dominant guys. Guys, you just, what are you going to do? You can't like stop them. What are you going to do? Kevin Durant. Dominant guys. Kyrie is good, but he's not dominant like Harden has been his career. Harden has had a whole team on his back. Kyrie cannot say that he stayed somewhere and really, really took that franchise somewhere. Harden has actually had a franchise on his back. Durant had a franchise, but he had it with Westbrook. Harden is one of the only guys where he was carrying a franchise before guys like Westbrook and Howard and guys had come to join him because he was taking the front. Even when they was there, they clearly weren't James Harden. Chris Paul's good. and I guess it just didn't work out. But they were dominant fact. They were dominant duo. Westbrook and Harden, it worked out. It just didn't last long. Who knows what happened? All guys left, including Harden. Harden just wants to win the ring. He don't care about nobody talking. Listen, nobody could have been put in a better situation than Durant. Nobody could have. When he went to the Warriors, they already had a big three. They already had won the NBA Finals. That team was so good that their bench player was an NBA Finals MVP. Andre Iguodala. 
So Durant did a great job of going to a team like that. With this team, this is what makes it. They keep Thibault and Maxi, two young guys. That they're, they're in their primes right now. As some guys don't get in their primes when they come to the league. Maxi's been in his prime since he came. Since he came and he's been impacting, and he's better, averaging just seventeen a game. Thibault has was an all NBA All Defensive First Team and should have been and could be a Defensive Player of the Year this year. It's no question. You're looking at the the most infamous defender. The most notorious defender this year is Thibault. You hear his name mentioned so many times. He should be defensive player of the year. This year is nobody more notorious. You know, if Simmons gets on and he even he does good, he can't have it. It's no way he can have it. Because when you look at it, he only played half a season. You know how the criteria go. He would have to have a, I mean, that would have to be a super dynamic. Nobody could score him, period. <laughs> but no, Thibault, I, I just, he gets better and better each game. And, and what that does for Harden is that when if, if, if Harden and Embiid messes up or Harris on scoring, Thibault is that one game changer on defense and that could change everything. He plays the lanes. You know, Simmons plays the lanes. Both these guys could play lanes. So you're going to see Simmons be an irritating guy under lanes. But you still have a ball handler like Harden, who is going to act up offensively. There's no doubt about it. When you challenge Harden, he's going to get you. And then you have guys you can pass it to. Maxi is going to be hard to guard anywhere for Curry, for anybody, for Kyrie Irving. Then you got Tobias. You got two other scores besides. Now it looks now it looks ugly because you got Harden and B, and you got two other scores like Harris and Maxi to worry about after them two. It's gonna be a real ugly thing. But like you say, um, I'm just gonna go with the highest factor that Kyrie plays every game. Okay, until I hear further. Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Because I want to go at the top of the top to see instead of just saying what if for the uncertainty. I'm going to go with the highest of the high because if, if it ends up like that, then the Sixers have to beat that. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are two good scorers, but Sixers have the same thing. So now, what what else? Who else is better? I don't think that the third and fourth score on the Nets are just as good as the third and fourth score on the Sixers. And then you got Thibault, who he has an offensive package. But it's not, you know, evolved yet. So he can hit a three. He's good in transition. Rebounds, putbacks. You know, he has to get the creating his own shot type of thing. And and that will be big when he gets that. He plays more on the flow of the game. That's his thing on offense. But as a defensive guy, that's his realm. You're in trouble. Best hands in basketball, boy. You know, with Ben Simmons, he has them too. I mean, those two guys are, are something else. It's one and two in defense to me <laughs> in the league. So, um, the thing is, he's a passer. So, Kyrie Irving has to be there. Who else is going to be? Uh, Seth Curry and Kevin Durant. 
I'm just being real. Andre Drummond, he's going to be scoring. I mean, just, he's playing uh, as a facilitator, too. So Simmons has to learn this defense, this offense, in order for this team to succeed. So March 10th game is coming up. They're going to play each other. Uh, James Harden will not play until after the All-Star break. So they want to get him more in tune with the game, playbook, talk to the coaches. It's going to be something super. It's going to be something special. And the rumors about the league, it said league circles. That was the, that was the league circle, league coaching, league coaching circles, league coaching circles believe that the Sixers are going to go after D'Antoni. <sighs> what is wrong with people, man? Now, if the Sixers don't get to the conference championship with James Harden, at least it's going to be some questions. It's going to be some serious questions. But, and, and then the next year has to be the finals. You got to make it to the finals. And in the third year, you got, you know, he has a three-year window to win this champion, at least one championship. But that has to be the steps. Conference finals this year, nothing. It's over for, for Rivers if they don't make it to the conference finals. And then the finals the next year, and then the championship the next year. Like, you can't, you have a three-year window. But that has to be it. Conference finals, finals, championship. Those are your limits. Each, each year, the limit goes up. So, listen, y'all, um, great to talk about. This is just a big thing for the Sixers. Um, Jaden Springer gets some time, the rookie. He's been doing real good in the G League. He's been super just like Paul Reed, just like Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown was another guy, two-way player, come up, good hands, just like Thibault. I think he's, I want to see him get more time with the second unit. You know, when when Thibault is gone, you still got Charlie Brown coming off the bench. I, I believe it's his time. And I think that's who will get the time. I think now Charlie Brown comes up and, you know, Isaiah Joe gets some time. I really believe that's a guy we need. Charlie Brown, Charles Bassey are, are energetic, and Paul Reed are energetic, just like Thibault on the defensive end. And then you got Joel Embiid. Five real good elite defenders. And Maxi can play defense. Korkmaz has gotten better on defense. Harris has gotten better. It's a real underrated defensive team. So I'm out of here, y'all. Um, follow the leader. Follow me on Instagram, Leader Johnson. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out of here, y'all. Follow the leader.